Chapter One Fear makes the wolf bigger than he is. Twenty-two-year-old Allie whispered to herself as she lay in her dimly lit bedroom. The expression was a German proverb Biddy Callahan, the woman who adopted Allie six years ago, had taught her. It was something she always tried to remember when her mind began to spin with negative thoughts. Although Allie was much stronger than she'd ever been, more confident, more sure of herself, kinder, and more gentle, in the privacy of her mind, she still struggled with fear. Even though many of the heinous things that had made life so frightening when she was growing up no longer existed, she now had new fears. As she listened to the autumn wind rattle the window next to her, she thought about how drastically her life had changed. She used to live in perpetual fear of losing her older brother. Now, she feared losing her mental health and becoming incapable of being the type of mother her four-year-old son, Sammy, deserved. Sammy was her reason for living. He was her everything. But having him in her life also frightened her, which led her to be overprotective. She tried not to think negative thoughts because, supposedly, thoughts you dwelled on long enough could become true. Not that she really believed that, or maybe she did, but she had constantly worried about her brother leaving, and one night, when she was fifteen, he did. He blew his head off in their living room while they were in the middle of an argument. Over the last several years, Allie had read anything and everything to learn how to be and stay mentally healthy. To think more positively, to become a better person and a better mother, anything that would help her distance herself from what her biological mother had been and what Allie had started to become. But no matter how far she traveled, physically or mentally, her mother's grim words still stung her ears. You're going to be just like me, Alley Cat. Just wait and see. Of all the dreadful things her mother had told her, this was the one that frightened her most, and Allie worked hard to make sure her mother's prophecy would never come true. Her mother had been a mentally ill small-town prostitute who had killed several people. After she died, Allie's older brother had taken care of her the best he could. He paid the bills, bought the food. But then he became ill, too, and when he committed suicide, Allie found herself suddenly orphaned and on the streets. Then she'd met Biddy. The kind older woman took her in as a foster child and eventually adopted her. Biddy introduced her to a clean and relatively safe world that was so different from the dirty, unkind world Allie had always known. She taught her how to be a decent person. And every day, Allie strove to become more like her and the exact opposite of her biological mother. She'd really lucked out to be placed with Biddy. The woman had helped her turn her life around, but Allie had never been lucky before, and a part of her was always waiting for something to happen, for the other shoe to drop, for something that might ruin it all. The heat in the house kicked on, snapping Allie back to the present. The scent of vanilla wafted from the air vent above her. Biddy was in the kitchen doing some late-night baking. 
She was constantly experimenting with new recipes, making healthful versions of old favorites. Allie shook the dark thoughts of her past from her mind and set her kindle on the nightstand. Sheets of rain crashed loudly against the window, and the lamp next to her flickered. She was reaching to turn it off when the landline rang. Allie froze. It was already half-past eleven. Late-night phone calls rarely brought good news. The phone rang twice, then stopped. Allie wondered if Biddy had answered it. Curious, she climbed out of bed and shrugged on her robe. But as she neared the kitchen, a chill crept up her spine. She stopped in her tracks, feeling strongly as though something terrible was about to happen. For a second, she considered crawling back in her bed with her son. Instead, she yanked her robe closer to her body and started walking again. The wind